Rohatmu, random selections from the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition. Here on the worst collection ever feed. You know, we had every intention of doing a full episode this week. And uh, time just got away from us. Uh, things were pretty busy earlier this week, so we just didn't get a chance to record uh, when we preferred to. So we'll have to make it up to another week, but didn't want the feed to go dormant for a week. So here I am, Sean, your host, opening up another page of the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition and seeing what I find, seeing what uh, what there is in store for me to try to, uh, I guess, improv my way through trying to make jokes and make observations about Marvel characters from the 80s, if you're not familiar with this segment that we do. So we're going to go ahead and do that. I'm not really going to waste much time because I want to get this out to y'all. So let's go ahead and see what we get. I'm going to open up a page here. Hopefully I don't pick something with multiple pages because I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't. I'm not very, for some reason I've realized in, uh, over the years that I'm not very good reader, uh, when I have to read aloud. So, um, I mean, I'm okay because I'm, you know, I'm a broadcaster, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's not, not to my liking. So, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of energy. So let's see what we get. Hopefully we'll get somebody, somebody weird. Here we go. One, two, three. I'm opening it up in the dead book too. So. Of course, I opened it up to the, uh, yeah, speaking of which, I opened it up to the cover of uh, the uh, number uh, 16 of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition Book of the Dead. So I guess I have to try it again. So maybe I'll try a little bit higher up here. Let's go. One, two, three. Oh, all right. Got somebody I actually care about here. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Tigra. Tigra, of course, uh, a member of the West Coast Avengers in its early iterations. Um, you know, she's uh, quite a interesting character. I find her to be very interesting. I find her to be very, uh, you know, just a very, it's kind of like a, like a She-Hulk kind of thing where, you know, Greer Nelson was just, you know, your average woman, you know, albeit a, a secret agent or whatever. But... Uh, Tigra is a completely different personality, and it just happens she's a were cat. I'm not, but honestly, I mean, is, is she a were cat? Mm, I guess. I mean, she definitely has one of the more uh, unique costumes of the Marvel universe. Uh, not you know, I mean, back in the 80s when they were drawing this, you know, it wasn't really uh, wasn't all that practical, but uh, you know, she may do. But here she is, uh, standing here, posing with her hands on her hips, looking awesome. And then below that, we have a picture of her attacking. Uh, what is this guy's name? The Griffin, I believe it is. He's a uh, he's the yeah, it's a Griff. It's the Griffin. I've seen him before. But let's go ahead and talk about her, shall we? So we've got Tigra, aka Greer Nelson, professional adventure. Sorry, excuse me, Greer Grant Nelson, professional adventurer, identity secret. Citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Other current alias, aliases, the Werecat. Never heard, I wonder where she's actually been called that. I never actually have seen that. Maybe it was like something from like the older books. 
like when she first debuted and they're kind of treating it more of like a horror thing because uh, I believe it was, no, it wasn't Chillers, but we'll, we'll see here in a second. But former aliases, the cat of uh, birthplace, Chicago, marital status, widowed, former known, rel- known relatives, uh, William, husband, deceased. Group affiliation, former member of the East Coast Avengers, current member of the West Coast Avengers. That's right. Base of operations, Los Angeles, California. First appearance as the cat, the cat number one. And as Tigra, she was debuted in Giant Size Creatures number one. So they did try, I feel like they tried to kind of like go like a horror angle with her at first. But, uh, you know, probably were just like, you know what? She's a pretty looking cat lady. So we're going to go ahead and put her in just, you know, regular situations and uh, keep the spookiness out. Greer Grant Nelson was the recipient of two separate sets of super, superhuman abilities, one scientific and one mystical in nature. It's called double dipping, folks. And uh, nothing wrong with that. It's actually kind of nice if you can get that. Uh, as a laboratory assistant to Dr. Joanne Marie Romulo, uh, near Nelson became involved in the physiological conditioning program, which would enable a human being to attained his or her physical, full physical and mental potential. Out of financial desperation, Dr. Tamula, I was a tomato, had uh, accepted private funding for the project from da- Malcolm Donaldbain. I almost want to say Malcolm McDowell, uh, an eccentric former executive of the Brand Corporation who planned to create an army of women warriors to serve him. I'd like to know more about this women warriors plan. Like, was he, like, just checking out all women? Did he have a specific kind of women in mind? Was it, like, all races? Was it all sizes and shapes? You know, I think it would be kind of interesting to get that elaborated on. Not trusting the test subjects that Donald Bain had coerced her to use, Tumulo had Nelson secretly undertake the experiment alongside other women. Donald Bain sounds like if uh, Donald Duck was Bain. I think that would be... An interesting visual. And probably somebody has already done it on DeviantArt. If you're on DeviantArt and you've drawn Donald Duck as Bane, get at us here. Worst collection ever at gmail.com. Uh, Tumulo had Nelson secretly under undertake the experiment alongside other women. Donald Bane's test subjects, Shirley Bryant and Greer Nelson, emerged from the battery of treatments with superhuman physical capabilities. Donald Bain outfitted Bryant with one of a ward with a wardrobe of with one of a wardrobe of cat costumes he had designed and placed a will nullifying collar around her neck. When Bryant died in the test of her abilities, Donald Bain had his henchmen set up a dynamite charges in the laboratory to make it appear that Bryant died accidentally in an explosion because his women warriors were going south. Believing her mentor had died, Nelson was determined to use her newly gained powers to avenge Tumulo and put a stop to Donald Bane's plans. She donned one of Donald Bane's cat costumes and calling herself the cat, as opposed to the dog, she thwarted Donald Bane's plans and sent him to jail. Nelson soon learned that Tumulo had not been killed but had been hospitalized for apparent brain damage. During this time, Greer Nelson pursued a brief career as a crime fighter in the identity of the cat, operating mostly within the Chicago area, where she ate plenty of dogs from the Wiener Circle. Unknown to Nelson, Tumulo was a member of the cat people. So, her boss. So, that'd be, that'd be like going in, 
to like work and finding out your 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 boss was like a were lizard or something. Or maybe that could be possible because people do believe that there there are lizard people out there, so it's not that far off. Uh, no, I guess maybe she could be a like a race of uh, pachyderms, human pachyderms. You never know. Uh, but unknown to Nelson Tabula was a member of the cat people, a race of humanoids magically evolved from cats in Europe during the Middle Ages. How about that? So I'm trying to imagine if my cats were evolved, we'd be still yelling at them because they'd be jerks. Uh, Tully or Harley would just be sitting around with a big dumb look on his face, sitting on the couch, trying to b- bothering me. Uh, you know, and Leela would just be sleeping somewhere, and uh, Luna would be causing all sorts of trouble running around the house. But just imagine that as a full-sized human, which is pretty terrifying. Uh, unknown to Nelson, Tumulo was a part of the Cat People. Okay, we got that. Prior to the explosion, Donald Bain engineered, Tumulo had become aware of a plot by the subversive organization Hydra to steal a bacterial culture that had been developed by Tumulo's ancestors. Hydra had discovered the secret of Tumulo's ancestry and suspected her of possessing the formula of the final secret or the Black Plague. So the cat people were in charge of the bubonic plague as something like that? Is that what we're supposed to believe here? Because I thought the bubonic plague was already because of rats and everything, you know? I mean, it had nothing to do with cats. Are we, are we, are we retconning the bubonic plague here? Because that doesn't make any sense. Tumulo had so chosen to feign brain damage in order to evade Hydra, but Hydra abducted her from the private home where she had been convalescing. Why is convalescing in quotes? Oh, because she was not really brain damaged, excuse me. Uh, Nelson put on her cat costume and pursued them, Hydra. The agents filed, fled from the cat's attack, but during the confrontation managed to shoot her with alpha radiation, an unknown form of radioactivity. To save Nelson's life, Tumulo and the cat people mystically transformed her into a legendary half-human, half-cat warrior they called the Tigra. As Tigra, Nelson helped the cat people defeat the Hydra agents. So she... uh, was basically uh yeah basically mutated uh to save her life which uh i don't know that's not that you know what if i if i'm in if i'm in dire straits and you guys need to to do to mutate me into something i give you permission to do it you know why i mean as long as it as long as it's something where it's not like a lot of eyeballs everywhere or just weird limbs or something if you want to put me into something cool like you want to transfer me into like a like a like a like a human cheetah or rhino or whatever it is you want to you know so i can so i can live a couple extra years uh you know yeah why not give it give it a shot you know what what else am i doing i'm sitting here reading off a comic book for you guys you know that's what i'm doing but you know if you guys want to change me into some sort of alligator man that's cool i'm down with that although she was able to use the cat's head amulet to change back to her human form, Nelson became so accustomed and enamored of her feline form that she seldom made the transformation. Moving from Chicago, she became a full-time adventurer, encountering and defeating such enemies as the Rat Pack, Craven the Hunter, that's a pretty big one, Tabber, and Super Scroll. Oh, how about, yeah, Super Scroll's pretty hard, hardcore, too. I, want, I, I actually would be interested in reading more about that. I don't know how... How she how she defeated a scroll on her own. I mean, I guess maybe it's. I mean, they're just aliens. If you can, 
incapacitate an alien, you know, you're already ahead of the game. I mean, Super Skull's got lots of powers, but, you know, if you could neutralize it, I guess you're doing pretty good. Uh, so basically, you know, going through the rest of this here, she uh, hooked up, you know, working with Red Wolf. If you guys know about Red Wolf, uh, also Spider-Man, Fantastic Four. Tiger Row is a hand among the handful of costume fighters that the telepath Moon Dragon coerced into vying for Avengers membership. She was selected. Sweet. So what the hell? Wait. So Moon Dragon was like just bored and was like, you know what? There should be more Avengers. Did I read that right? Doesn't she have anything else better to do than to be like making more, making more Avengers? Anyways, uh, Tiger basically got in to the Avengers, and she proved herself in a battle with the Molecule Man, but she decided to resign her active membership and uh, moved to San Francisco, where she hung out with Jessica Drew. So that's cool. Months later, Hawkeye moved to Los Angeles to form a West Coast branch of the Avengers. She was invited to join. She made a staunch addition to the team, despite the fact that her human and feline sides of her personality had become at odds with one another, causing her erratic behavior to become uh, erratic. Uh, some because of her cat-like need for affection, she became involved with both Wonder Man and Hank Pym. That's right. So in the early issues of uh, West Coast Avengers, there's a lot of her going around trying to hook up with dudes uh, on the team, uh, particularly uh, Hank Pym and uh, Wonder Man. Wonder Man gets really, uh, really hurt, kind of, kind of bummed out that she. Um, I think she's she's shacking up with uh, trying to shack up with uh, Hank, and I have that I have I had this photo of her. I don't know what what the hell's going. It was just the way it was framed was pretty ridiculous. Where she's making like she's she's in the you see them in the window, making out. Uh, Hank and uh, Tiger making out, and uh, Wonder Man just kind of walking by with like this weird goofy stride. And he has a big smile on his face, and he doesn't. He just walks right past this this uh, this scene. It's it's really silly, but the ultimate solution for her discordant natures presented itself when she and the West Coast Avengers journeyed to the land within the magical dimension where the parent tribe of the Cat People dwelled. That's right. This is a very uh, again in the early on issues of the West Coast Avengers, they do end up going down to this uh, cat world. And uh, it's uh, it's 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 something where like there's like these hunky like warrior cats that are trying to hook up with her and stuff. It's 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 pretty wild. Uh, the ruler of the cat people offered to magically cure her of the spirit of the split personality if she would kill Master Pandemonium, a demonic human whom the cat people feared and hated. Master Pandemonium actually be a great entry to read in this. Uh, although Tigra agreed she could not bring herself to violate the Avengers Code against killing when she had the chance with him. Finally, the second trip to the cat to the land within, uh, Tigra managed to integrate her two warring souls without committing murder. The process involved the removal of her cat soul entirely and subsequent restoration of it while she wore a facsimile of her original cat suit. Transformed more completely than before into the legendary she-warrior, Tigra sprouted the tail like the other cat people had, and returning to the West Coast Avengers, Tigra found that she was that the two aspects of her personality are once again fully integrated. She remains an active member of the West Coast Avengers, living at their headquarters compound. 
I guess she didn't always have this tail. I assumed that she did. But there are some photos here where she does not have a tail. I guess that makes sense. But yeah, she got the full treatment, full treatment from the cat people. And they uh, basically did the like a Bruce Banner, Smart Hulk kind of thing with her, which uh, are kind of some of my favorite characters when you have like the split personalities and they merge them into like one like real badass personality. I kind of like that. So that's what they kind of did for her. Uh, height 5'10", weight 180, eyes green, hair orange fur. Unusual features. Tigra has the vertically slitted pupils of a cat. She has orange fur with black stripes all over her body and a long mane of red-orange hair around her head. I mean, that's not that unusual to have a, a big, ha big hairdo back in the 80s. She also has a three-foot-long tail growing from the bottom of her spine. That is odd. Strength level, uh, Tigra possesses the superhuman strength, uh, enabling her to lift or press approximately five tons under optimal conditions. So she's pretty strong. She's pretty strong. Uh, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, five tons ain't nothing to sneeze at, you know. I mean, Hulk's stronger than that, but, you know, five tons, you know, that's that's a good workout right there. Uh, that comes it comes in handy. Known superhuman powers, Tigra possesses superhuman strength, ability, endurance, and sensory acuity. She can perform complex gymnastics exercises with relative ease, run faster than a trained human athlete, and perform a standing high jump of 12 feet. She can slam dunk, folks. Tigra senses are about 10 times as keen as the average humans and about 5 times that of an average cat. Tigra could smell and identify highly diffuse odors and selectively sort through various orders as, so as to follow a quarry's train. Tigra can detect subtle alterations to the composition of perspiration that high, that reflect mood or emotions and is highly sensitive to pheromones. Her hearing is sufficiently acute so as to detect the sound made by a ball of tissue paper dropped at the ground of at 40 feet. She could hear really well, but that's got to be nuts when you just hear people like eating bags of chips or something like, you know, in the park or something, you know, or, you know, just somebody, um, somebody having a, having a, having a sniffle and, you know, they don't, but they're not really like taking care of it and they're not blowing their nose, but they're having a sniffle and you can hear it from like a block away. That might be really, uh, difficult, but you know what? Make the world small. That's how you handle that. Uh, Tigra, what else can she do? Her hearing. Yes. I've talked about that. Tigra's eyesight extends slightly into the infrared portion of the electromagnetic spectrum and she has superhuman visual acuity my uh my late friend greg had some of the best eyesight i think i've ever known and as somebody who wears glasses i am very jealous of him but his eyesight was ridiculous like he could see like droplets of water from like long distances like he could see he could see everything that dude that dude saw everything it's nuts um her vertically slit pupils impose a greater angle of vision above and below her which allows her to easily sense the movements of an opponent so she has great peripheral vision not just side to side but up and down Paraphernalia, Tiger wears a cat's head amulet around her throat at which once enables her to change from feline to human and vice versa. It no longer works, just for show. Note, one of the cat suits created by Malcolm Don Baines uh, was later used by Patsy Walker in the guise of Hellcat 
and uh, some as in some as yet unexplained manner, the costume enhanced Walker's physical capabilities to the level of the cats without her undergoing conditioning, the conditioning process Nelson went. That's something I, I thought was originally the deal with Tigra is that the suit actually gave her powers, but that's not the case. Apparently the suit only gives Patsy powers. Uh, and that's it for the entry. Um, the pictures we have here, we got uh, Tigra walking on a rope while uh, Silver Centurion Iron Man looks on. Got her lunging. Uh, we got her doing her change from uh, uh, Tigra to Greer by touching her amulet. And uh, then we just got a nice uh, gymnastics uh, panel of her doing some uh, flying and hip hopping or whatever it is that she's doing. So she looks, uh, she's awesome. I like, I like Tigra. Uh, I like the, the cat story um, that's in the West coast Avengers. That's a, it's a pretty wild story. And uh, early West coast Avengers is actually some of my favorite stuff. So maybe we'll get a chance to read that sometime in the future, but that's it for me. I'm going to wrap this up here. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at angry hero. Sean, you can find Jen at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at worstcollectionever at gmail.com and please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you listen to your shows. And check me out on YouTube at AngryHero79 where I open up action figures and uh, you know stuff like that. So you can uh, keep an eye out for that. And, may, and oh yeah, by the way, I'm on, I'm on Twitch at AngryHero79 on Twitch. No, AngryHero... Sean? I always forget Look up Angry Hero on Twitch, and uh, I'm on there. So you can uh, watch me play video games if I ever figure something out. But uh, it's pretty neat. Anyways, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye.